John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Guys, I want to talk to you about a relationship service called Relish. Uh, it's like a, f- a personal trainer for your relationship. Because rela- let's face it, all relationships start out great or they wouldn't become a relationship. But slowly over time, especially when kids come along and life gets busy and jobs change and maybe you got to move, you can become disconnected and disillusioned. I mean, stress goes a long way with that, anxiety. You know, Relish brings together delightful and slick technology with relationship advice. Uh, they have weekly lesson plans that are tailored to your needs. They can be used together as a couple or individually as your secret sauce in your relationship. Um, I've been using Relish, and I got to tell you, it's really helpful because they have all these great articles that they have found um, w- by, with relationship experts, stuff like how to handle your partner when he or she loses their shit in arguments, uh, how to defuse the tension after less than stellar sex, how to not lose your shit in an argument, how to maneuver your way out of a gridlock. It has um, insights about your relationship after you've answered a questionnaire, and it also helps you discover these articles that can really help you in your relationship. it's just a really great way. It's like, you know, everybody wishes they had that friend that can give them perfect relationship advice all the time. Unfortunately, a lot of our friends don't know what they're doing. Relish is like an app that's a friend who is an expert on this stuff, literally, because it's full of advice from experts. And uh, they give you cool tips and tricks to spice things up. You know, they can give you date ideas. They can give you dinner ideas, little, just little um, gestures you can do in your relationship to keep it going, keep it nice and let the other person know how much you really care. Cause a lot of times life gets in the way and then, you know, pretty soon it starts to deteriorate when you really actually love someone. It's tough. And every member is assigned a personal relationship coach that will check in with you via text to help guide and support you. You can reach out to your coach anytime for support and advice. I feel like everybody should be using this thing and we'd all be a lot happier and there'd be a lot less accidents on the road from people screaming into their phones. Uh So Relish is giving our listeners a free seven-day trial. All you have to do is go to hellorelish.com slash two dads. That's the number two and dads, and you'll get seven days free. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Try Relish for free today by going to hellorelish.com slash the number two and dads. That's hellorelish.com slash the number two and dads for a seven-day free trial. Why not? Fall in love all over again. Go for it. Hi, I'm Sean. And I'm Julian. And we are your two fathers. Me, two dads. Me, two dads. Oh, let's not call Oh, wait. <laughs> We're the <Wow>. me, two dads. <laughs> We're canceled and coming into your ears. <laughs> Yeah, let's not ever say that. I love it. We're your two dads. I do hope someone starts a Me Too Too Dads uh, podcast. (laughs) And uh, it's tough to book that one. It is. It's a tough guest list. It's Harvey Weinstein. But we are your two dads. We're your two dads. I had another person. So I've been uh, a big announcement. Sean's show, A Little Late with Lily Singh, is premiering. Tonight. Tonight. At 1.30 a.m. on NBC. We're recording today. I don't know when this. Tonight. 
This airs this airs tonight. This airs to tomorrow. Oh, great! So, yeah. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So tonight on NBC at one thirty a.m., you can watch a little late with Lily Singh, and it's uh, it's really great. It's really funny. I yeah. was I was there for the tapings. It's very funny. I it's was the opposite of this podcast. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, have a good time at this podcast. Yeah, I've I've listened I've listened to this podcast, and it is funny. It is fun. Yeah. I I only listen to our intros because the guests bore the shit oh, out of me. Oh my god, tell me about it. But like us together, I'm like, oh, give me more of that. We really did a smart thing by hiring those two dudes that sound just like us to do the interviews. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like they're not quick on their feet. They think like they, they sound no- like they don't know anything about parenting (laughs) yeah they sound exactly like us but they're not us Uh, they are just two duds (laughs) they're your your two two duds duds. uh so anyway no my point is that i was on set on your show's set and somebody one of the writers was like oh you're sean's podcast on my two dads and i was like it's there's no point in fighting it anymore. Yeah, I we mean, might as well just change the name to My Two Dads. It's and My then, Two Dads and Your Two Dads, and you have NBC call- <laughs> come after us. Was it on NBC? My Two Dads. You can call us whatever you want. Just don't call us late for dinner. Just don't <laughs> not subscribe and rate and review. Hey, rate and review. Uh, but how you dadding? How am I dadding? I'm how dadding, are you dadding? I'm dadding good. Goldie is in first grade now, and Whoa. she uh, she doesn't she already doesn't want me to walk her into the playground. <laughs> well, she's like, drop yeah. me off. I'm like I thought. I, was, I thought that was high school when they were like embarrassed of you. No, you know? she's just is like she's just mature for her age. Yeah, <laughs> she, and knows how embarrassing. You <laughs> <are>. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, I met her teacher the first day for like a second, and then I haven't had a chance to talk to her. I'm like, is that normal? I don't know. It's like I I was like friends with her kindergarten teacher, and now yeah. it's like I'm not you know welcome. It's so weird. But that's what happens. I well, guess they grow up. Yeah, you know? I guess. I, well, and that's the difference between kindergarten and first grade. It's like kindergarten teachers are high all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's hang out with the. Let's hang out with some rents. Yeah, <laughs> they have a little bit of time. The curriculum is not as uh, stressful, so they they have some time. Um, but yeah, that's been going on. And uh, what what's our first grade teacher like? Because my first grade teacher, friggin' sucked. Uh, mine was the best. My favorite elementary school teacher was my first grade teacher. Goldie's is she seems fine. She's like, um, she seems pretty warm, but not like uh, she's not like a kindergarten. Her kindergarten no, teacher she, was like a like a family member. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. Well, there's some first, more professionalism, a little more distance. Yeah, first grade is like where like the first time like kids learn about like disappointment and like. Mm-hmm. Where, like, teachers actually, like, reprimand a little bit. Like, in kindergarten, like, your teacher, like, I think Billy Madison kind of nailed what a kindergarten teacher is. Is they're, like, a fucking weirdo and, like, Mm -hmm. they, like, they're, like, Burning Man. Like, have you ever wondered what people (laughs) who go to Burning Man do the rest of the year? They teach kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, they're independently wealthy and (laughs) teach kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, so that's going on. It is, there was a, there seems to be something complicated socially going on with Goldie. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, but she's like making, she's sitting with the boys at lunch and the, and it seems to me like the boys don't really want her there, but she's like not letting them stop her from it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so there's like a contention there and I'm trying to figure out how to like be supportive of that, but also be like, you don't need to give people energy that are not welcoming you like you don't no, boys are absolutely. boys are dicks in first grade already yeah boy boys are dicks until they hit about 30 years old <laughs> yeah like, exactly let them let them get it all out of their system i think i truly believe like 
boys should be Lord of the Flies <laughs> until mm-hmm. they're like thirty, right? And then then you put them in society. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and Lulu is uh, she loves Morrissey and and the Smiths and was painting to Morrissey and the Smiths and it was awesome. By the way, weird time to get into Morrissey. Well, uh, she doesn't. We didn't tell her the bad news. Well, I wouldn't have told her about Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he's a member of the uh, white nationalist group, like Frontline or whatever. Oh, did he join, like officially join a political uh, Yeah, thing? like, Uh-oh. yeah. He's like so pro-Brexit. Yeah, he's real bad. Oh man! And then you're like, "Hey, hey, four-year-old, here's a guy you'll like. <laughs> he's sad, <laughs> but don't worry, he's also racist." <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're not we're not playing our new stuff. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, this is what you gotta do. What I do with my kid is we drive around, we listen to TSOL, just the song about fucking corpses, <laughs> and I'm like, "But I line up with them politically, right?" Yeah. Uh, well, who knows? Down the line, you know, you could you could be raising Nolan on artists that you love right now and that seem totally okay, and then and oh. then twenty years from now they're the you know. Well, I mean, could... he really likes the Ramones, and Johnny Ramone is uh, was a Republican. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Mm-mm. No, he he was like. Like I didn't ver- know he voted. Yeah, no, super Johnny, the guitarist, very, very Republican. After nine eleven, he became uh, what's it called? Islamophobic. Oh no! Yeah, but then he died of cancer, mm-hmm. like all Islamophobes <laughs> do. See? And and everybody. Yeah, now. I know we all we, we all, all vape. We all vape. Yeah. My dad, my dad's in town. Is uh, he? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, he's in town, and he. Uh, like my parents have been become so brainwashed by Fox News, they just make stuff up now. Like that, they're not even hearing on the news. They just they're like, we get it. We know how to do this. Yeah, they're like lying to themselves like, and then sharing it with the world. It's where, like Fox News taught them how to fish. Yeah, like <laughs> my, my my dad was like, I bet you he he didn't even say I bet you. He was just like. If you talk to 100 people, 60 of them vape. I'm like, 100 people, just a random 100 people, 60% of the world vapes is what you're trying to tell oh me. He's like, God. I'm like, do you have any stat to back Maybe that up? Maybe like he was a like, carnival. Yeah. He was like, no, I just believe it. <laughs> oh, man. And then my mom was like, oh, yeah, I know one of the eight people who died from the, the lung collapsing from mm-hmm. Jules. And I'm like, no, you don't. But she does work at a hospital, it's possible. She does, but none of those have happened in her hospital. Right. And also... So you think she just made that up? Yes. Weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. They're strange. Fox is like, it's okay and to I lie li- if, if emotionally you feel right about it. Yes. That's basically what they've, they're teaching people over 50 years old. Yeah, they've brainwashed, they've brainwashed an entire generation you, of people. You told me you uh, forget how you dad and how you son in is you blocked their Fox News uh, channel. Last time I was home, I blocked their Fox News channel, and it was a fucking disaster. I I thought it was going to be like a fun little thing, and my mom called me up like in his. How did she know it was you? Because I don't think my little brother knows how to do that. Uh, Okay. I could have blamed Aaron. (laughs) That would have been good. That would have been fun to throw my wife under the bus, but it was me. Mm -hmm. I'm a prankster. Is it hard to do? Not really. It's super. It's also super easy to unblock. Right. But she called me as if like a family member had passed away, like wow. in tears, going, "Why would you do this? You're a monster!" Wow. Yeah. So she could watch Hannity, 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 oh, Hannity come come despair all over AOC. 
Oh my god, that's so weird. It's real weird. But also, the good thing though is this is the first time my parents have been in LA in like the last four years where they haven't said like mm, things are a little different in Los Angeles. The way they say Los Angeles really bothers me. <laughs> Why are they here for an event? Or oh no, they can't because of the Emmys were last night. They wanted to see me in a tuxedo. Oh nice. So they came and watched Nolan while we went there. Oh that's cool. Yeah, it was really great. Cool. Uh, and you were at the Emmys. I was at the Emmys. We'll talk about that more later. I that, fucking guest, lost. Adam Pally. You lo- lost. I lost to Nanette. <laughs> <laughs> I lost to my arch nemesis, Nanette. Because uh, you lost to her not doing comedy anymore. Yeah. yeah. I... I lost a comedy award to a woman who was quitting comedy. Yeah, <laughs> in her in her body of work, they the voters thought that's gotta hurt a little bit. Yeah, though no, they thought Nanette quitting comedy was funnier than <laughs> <laughs> anything I wrote. Uh, well, we will talk more about the Emmys because our guest this week is Adam Pally from. You might have seen him on Happy Endings. Yes, Happy which Endings, which is a great sitcom for a while. Uh, you can still watch it on Hulu. Oh, we we don't talk about it, but you could watch him. You should have watched him on Champagne Ill, which was on YouTube. It was a YouTube original thing with him and Sam Richardson that was so fucking funny. It was oh, so yeah. great. Sam Richardson's so funny. So is Adam Pally. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but we they know we know that because he's here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's I didn't I never watched that. That it's sounds great. Great. And uh, he's in a new show airing uh, in the winter called Indebted on NBC. It's a new NBC sitcom so he's great we have to get better at introductions uh, but I, we it. could leave this in I'm, this is just a <laughs> note for both of us we're real bad at it well we could just do it quick Our no guest... I think we're doing a great job Oh, overall <laughs> our introduction game needs so some you're work. saying this one's good no. No. What I'm saying is overall this podcast I think works from beginning to end except for a huge hammock in the middle. <laughs> it's our introduction well, I'm saying, where it's let's so- give them the edit so we can just do a quick introduction then. No. I'm I'm saying I think it's very entertaining to give notes live and oh. when people <laughs> when people are listening at home they're like Got it. ah, it's like I'm there. It's like well, I'm Well, this is fly- exciting. I think we just broke the record for longest introduction. <laughs> But uh, this guest is so good, he deserves it. The longest one. Ladies um, and gentlemen. Adam Pally is here. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about Ancestry DNA. You ever wonder where your family comes from? I mean, you've heard like your parents tell you kind of where like their parents came from and maybe their grandparents. But after that, we but we know very little about where we're from. I mean, we could all, we could be royalty. We could be you know, uh, samurai, we could be, well, you know, probably not, but that would be awesome. Um, it's like, you know what, who knows? We've all wondered. You can discover more about them and learn about your story by combining the ancestry DNA test with billions of historical family records. You can now know exactly where you came from. Uh, you can trace your ancestors' journeys over time, following how and why your family moved from place to place. Ancestry DNA gives you so much more than just the places you're from. Ancestry connects you to the places in the world where your story started using precise geographic detail and clear-cut historical insights. I mean, it's pretty cool to find out what your blood re- what what blood really flows through your veins. You know, what are you really made of? What you're capable of? Each week I'm going to tell you a special thing I found out on my ancestry DNA. This time I found out that my mom's uncle and I didn't know about this. We, I was not close with my mom's side of the family. My mom's uncle is Vern Gagne. They're French. 
and Norwegian. I didn't even know. I didn't know they were Norwegian. I just thought they were French. They're French and Norwegian. And Vern Gagne is the guy who started the American Wrestling Association in the 50s. He invented fake wrestling in the farms in the 50s in Minnesota and later got bought by Vince McMahon and the WWE. I mean, I have like professional wrestler in my veins. I don't, I think it's a little late for me to start that, but it's nice to know I'm a leader. You know what I mean? And if I want to be a leader, I got it. It's in my family background. It's so cool to find this stuff out. Um, Ancestry's unique features and record collections can give a more complete picture of people from your past, like the events that shaped them, how they made a living, even how long they attended school. It's crazy. It's so easy to get started. Go to Ancestry.com slash podcast today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com slash podcast for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. Ancestry.com slash podcast. Hey Adam, hello. We're ready. Is yeah, that... we introduced you already. Yeah, we already. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad to have you here. You guys, that's you guys are really conscious about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, that are. is one of the downsides. Of <laughs> Wait, are you somebody who wants to hear their intro? No, I. I, I <laughs> we can do it. No, no. Thank you so much. No, I'm always. You may know Adam. <laughs> I'm always as a guest of podcasts. It's the most awkward time because they don't. First, there's a ten minute like free form ramp up of the week. Right. That, that a host can do, yeah. Where you're sitting there and you're kind of like, do I chime in on this? Yeah, we, like, yeah, we realize how awkward that is, so we just do we that. Just don't do that. You're yeah. by yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. This is great. So this this, great. this whole thing is part of your interview. This is a yeah. really professional. Just know we called you a fuck daddy. Well, <laughs> oh hell yeah, I like being called fuck daddy. Well, that, as long as yeah. Have you ever had? Have you ever jumped in too early and then they give you a dirty look and you're like, okay, come on. Yes, that is the <laughs> most frustrating thing because you're like well you weren't doing good either yeah <laughs> like you were killing even with no crowd i can with tell no, you were yeah bombing. you were bombing you're sweating <laughs> you know you, like come on so uh we were just talking about sean was out late last night and for a dad 2 a.m is like whoa it's the the latest it's you, insane i can imagine being out it yeah, was great I, when I, did nolan wake you up this morning 7.30. He, like, climbed in the bed at 7.30, and he has this thing. If I'm sleeping, I always pretend to sleep, and then he jumps on me and goes, wake up, wake up, wake up. Uh-huh. Right. And then today, he did that, and I was like, I'm not okay with this. Yeah. Like, Nolan is go. 16, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like our thing. We, uh... Yeah, no, I, uh, that's tough. That sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't be hungover with children. <laughs> you yep. can. Yeah, but... yet <laughs> I live so much of my life that way. Yeah. <laughs> so much of it. Da- did, daily. Did you go out last night? I did not go out last night. I I don't know why. I I it's unlike me. I just was I, last night felt like a lot of work. Uh, and, I, and I was so You guys tired. are referring to the Emmys by the way. Which, no, yeah, I wouldn't call it the Emmys. It's not the no. Emmys. It's like it's Oh wait, was it the third, technical Emmys? It's, it's the, the third cr- Emmys. Yeah, it's it's night one of the Creative Arts Emmys, which is like the ugly Emmys, like <laughs> where like you see Jonathan Van Ness and you're like starstruck cuz right. it's that's he it. He stonewalled me last <laughs> night. That's why, because I saw like posts from it, and I was like, "How did I?" I know I'm out of touch because I don't care anymore. Yeah, but I'm like, "How did I miss the Emmys?" Like, there's, there's like fifteen thousand yeah. of them. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I could, I can name every celebrity there. Like, a big part of the night was like the below the deck people from Bravo came out. <laughs> to huge Emmys. deal. That was like the biggest deal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and and I, I had the think. I think I think I had the biggest 
star co-presenter of the night. I mean, backstage, people were going nuts over my co-presenter. Who was it? Marie Kondo. Oh, yeah. yeah. She will probably be back for the real ones, right? Honestly, I, be. I will say my wife, I caught her texting going, Adam Pally's presenting with Marie Kondo, and it's the only good thing about tonight. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, That's it was, nice. It was nice. If That should show you. Like, you, Kroll, and Rachel Bloom were the the only high points of the night. That and uh, Beyonce finally taking a fucking L. Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot of aggression there. I love you, Beyonce. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, a, you're a funny comedian. Um, was it hard Thank for you, you so not much. to do the Asian accent to Marie Kondo's face? Because uh, only, apparently that's very hot right now. O- only because I've always wanted to be on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, it was... It was, it was such an easy bit that they mm-hmm. that they wrote. Oh, and what like, was your bit? I didn't watch it. Sorry. Wait, what, was it televised? I don't if know. it was, it was on like Pop, <laughs> yeah. the Pop Channel. Yeah. So the TV guy channel. Yeah. There were three cameramen. It was on the Emmy channel. they were just channel. walking around. Yeah, I kept seeing iPhone. cameramen and I was like, where Where are you planning to show this I footage? I feel so much better. I literally thought I forgot. I like just didn't know the no, Emmys were No, it was okay, nothing. Good. It All was right. nothing. So what was your bit with Marie? Um... She, it was, it was, I don't even know. She like she goes she 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 goes on a long rant about um, order and 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 uh, um, clutter, mm-hmm. and then I go, uh, uh, "You're so awesome." <laughs> <laughs> That's good writing. It, I mean, it was truly a high point. The rest, the, the rest of the night was just like the free solo. Uh, yeah, couple. that guy. Just, if you thought the worst part of Free Solo was anytime he wasn't climbing, then last night was the wrong night. There was me. like yeah. there was like virtually no climbing. No climbing, night. all Free Solo. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> free Solo with no destination. I you I heard you reference a game you played with Marie. What was was that? What was that? A game I, I played. Did with you say it? she took a hard? Well, oh, no, she she, she she was nominated. Well, so they kept us. It's usually like pretty seamless, but, but last night was so not seamless but like usually it's pretty seamless they'll like walk you, you come off stage and they like run you back to a seat or something mm-hmm. but last night was there was a lot of things going on probably not a lot of, enough hands and so we came off stage and they were like wait 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 wait, wait. don't go anywhere so me and Marie kind of like standing there and she was nominated for the award so they had to like cut to her uh-huh but I don't think they knew that I even though I presented with her like I'm not part of that production team or anything so, so you're in i was standing in the shop like, because the guy wouldn't let me move i was just like so i was trying to distance myself as much to not like take any uh credit uh-huh. and and then she lost and it a light switched and it she was not happy oh man yeah which is a bummer because like yeah i could see how you would want to win i mean there's You've, so few things that get talked about from netflix on in like everyday conversation I know. she's one of them yeah, yeah. No, you you know? can, and you kind of expect when you like come over to america to present at the night one of the creative arts Emmys <laughs> that you're probably gonna get an emmy yeah for doing well she lives in beverly hills uh, i found she? out oh, yes okay. <laughs> she lives in beverly hills <laughs> I that's found still out. a long drive <laughs> it's a long drive <laughs> to downtown yeah, yeah hell yeah like i mean i even i was like there's no gift bag like i came all wow. the way down here no gift bag Wow. Um, but I'm hoping that um, this will like somehow down the line turn into some kind of goodwill from the television <laughs> academy. <laughs> like they'll feel bad? Yeah, they'll be like, didn't we? Yeah, we they're didn't make him that, come right? out here. Yeah, they're known they're for making it right. <laughs> yep, of course. Actually, they are. That goes for a lot of 
How many years have is there like, well, he finally will get one. Oh, right. Yeah. Award like, shows what, always make it right. Yeah, they, oh, they <laughs> do. True. I mean, it's like, like the highest one for the aviators. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if, any, if any organization makes it right, it's the Hollywood foreign press. That's what they do. This yeah. is a crazy segue, but I'm taking it. I uh, refereed soccer, kids soccer for a while, at, like so years ago. noble of you. And I made the worst call ever. And you feel terrible, extra terrible when it's kids because they care so much, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I made a bad call, and I think it cost a team a goal or something like that. So then later, I just gave them a call that was like, yeah, yeah. obvious. That's, that's natural. And the coach, oh my God, the coach for the other team well, came right. He wanted to I, strangle. He goes, I know what you're doing. I think I've told this story, but I was an umpire in like a New Jersey Little League. Yeah, uh, both of you guys are good people. Yeah, No, yeah. I mean, I, was, I, and there was a little kid who threw like way too hard for a little kid to be throwing that hard. And I would wince and just guess if it was a ball or a strike. <laughs> and a guy, one of the I just came after me with a baseball bat. Really? And I was like 15 years old. Oh yeah. my god! This is yeah. Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that yeah. makes sense. I mean, Where in just, Jersey? Uh, this is Middletown, New Jersey. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just a fat Jersey dad trying to be, yeah. beat a team a lot of, with a baseball. A lot of bat. Italians in but, Middletown, but, New Jersey. But I do have a question about that. As far as ethically, I don't know why this is pertinent to anything, but like as far as ethical refereeing, well, we're getting closer to kids anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, ethical refereeing, like you're also judging the game as a whole, right? Like, is right. there? It, is there a responsibility on the referee to look deeper than just the single play at the moment? Yeah, I think they do that. I think they decide, like, in uh, in certain series and games and stuff like that, they're like, we're going to look at this whole game as, like, we're going to let them be more physical or we're going to let the, you know what I mean? Or, like, so or like if there's a call that's obviously missed, like you're saying. Like, let's yeah, say, like, like uh, you know, um, an umpire, it's, like, calls a fair home run that was obviously foul and even the replay can't sort it out. But yeah, they, like, can you do it. fix it later the in the game? The next time there's like a, in, you know... I don't no, know. Makeup calls exist so much in baseball. Like, I didn't you'll, know you'll that. see like... For sure. Yeah, like an ump will call something a strike that was like a ball. The next time... Right, because he can't go yeah, back. They'll call right. it a ball, even though it was clearly a strike, All right. just to uh, you know make it up. But but, so, but does that affect? Is that the right way to referee? I don't know. But to this day, I felt I, I don't know. I think it pisses off a lot of people. I'm sure, but like, do you have time to go look? Ethically, <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to look at this from the big picture yeah, perspective. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Like. The guy was so mad at me. I still remember it. I mean, I was like seventeen or something. And being when people when adults are mad at you, it's like the worst. Like when you just yeah, get yelled at is, is the worst feeling. So to this day, I can still summon that feeling. And it, I'm glad that you're letting me off the hook. I did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. no, I th- just because that guy was mad at me doesn't mean I was wrong. No, looking back on it now, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a bigger conversation. <laughs> sort out, but yeah, no, I, I would release yourself from that pain. Okay, so Adam, you have three children. Yes, you I have do. Three. Yeah. <laughs> what are the ages? <laughs> what, no, no, that, that seems like a lot. It me. is a lot. It mm-hmm. is a lot. Uh, we had and the I, ages are seven, six, and two. We had okay. a uh, Irish twins, and then instead of shutting it down, we were like, "Let's have a a, a yeah. baby." Yeah. And then mm-hmm. then shut it down. Yeah, I have a two year old, and that how how is it to have like a seven to six year old with a two year old? Because like, it's not it's not easy. Yeah. They don't have anything in common, really. No, but it is, but like, uh, it is, they, they, they don't have anything in common, but you forget the way you felt about a young sibling. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I had a young, I grew up in a family of three and I'm the oldest and my sister is eight years younger than me. 
And I remember feeling this immense like pride and ownership over the baby. Oh, really? You know? Yes, of course, because it's like this part of your your family. Eight years. Yeah, your family as a you're eight years old, so you're still a kid, but your fam your family is given this like new toy, this right. new thing that like is now going. Every, it's now part of the family, and, and I was too old to be like, I hate that I'm not getting the attention. Right. Yeah. So you'd, I, be a um, real, you'd be a real little bitch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure somewhere I was like that. Look what I do for a living. But I, I, um, <laughs> you know, was able to be psyched about it. I think yeah. that my kids are too. They, they they really like having a baby. They call it, you know, their baby. It's like, it's very much. He, he, you know, he's very advanced, obviously, because he has these little kids that are yeah. like on his level. But it's it's cool. I, you know, on that level, I like it. Did the Irish twins not have that? I mean, was there no. much more competition? Yes, there and, still yeah. is. There, there. Oh yeah. right, I guess that wouldn't. End it's yet. like having twins because one's a boy and one's a girl, and mm-hmm. and I think that mentally they're probably right on the same. Because boys are dumb. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're so they're dumb. so dumb. Yeah, they're, they're so really dumb. and they I, and yeah. they never stop running. No, they don't stop moving. Just <laughs> only to eat. And like all your food, yeah, yeah. Like and you don't shit. know this because you have all girls, but like truly, like my son this morning when I got out of bed, he was like, he took off his diaper and he was just like pinching his penis like, oh, for yeah. no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no he's reason. Probably you just, can... he's probably just getting into all that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, feeling it out. Yeah, that's like so fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whip your diaper off, run around. Yeah, my son. The moment he wakes up, it's like shot out of a cannon. Yeah. It's you crazy. Know, yeah. I, you watch the boys when I drop uh, Goldie off at school. The boys are just like, I mean, they're climbing the fences. They're like throwing each other into the woods. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. And the girls are literally already just like talking quietly with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. So they, but they, there's a lot of competition. They get, you know, they get, it's gnarly on a plane. Yeah, I bet. Um, but you know, it's also seven thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, we can't fly anywhere. We don't go anywhere. They want. They, they're like, Does, is there a world outside of New York? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, wasn't I born in California? Yeah. They're like, there's Weehawken. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. They're, well, even that's expensive try. to get out of the city. <laughs> Fifteen dollars to go to the Lincoln Tunnel. Even more. Oh yeah, is that what it is now? I think it's like twenty. It's yeah. crazy. It's insane. Yeah, I don't know like how anyone would afford to commute anywhere. You're just like, New York City has become like a very expensive Randall's Island. You're like (laughs) stuck in this place. I heard this year was the first year in like something like 40 years that New York City lost population. Yeah, that's true. Well, Manhattan proper, you mean? Yeah. Well, Brooklyn is so cool Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing now. Like, it's just a stop different. It's like living in the valley. It's like Studio City versus... There's no difference between any part of Brooklyn and New York City. So in terms of cost now. Yeah. Or right. just, just gentrification and, oh, yeah, and no, it's so vibe. It's the it's same crazy. thing. Like the West Village looks exactly like Williamsburg, which looks exactly are like you, Are you, know. you in a neighborhood with a lot of children? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Because New York City kid like family, I'm I'm just curious what that's like with three kids. It's gotta be. It's fun. I remember the New York. I mean, are you ready for your kids to be like the more experienced kids at camp? Because I remember I went to basketball camp and like (laughs) they were offering you weed. The yeah, Yeah. the New York kids were like, oh yeah, like you need to finger girls, and I was like (laughs) eleven. I think that's also probably the the family they came from as well. Oh yeah, yeah. They're already like they're already like we're already bored with girls. We're on the boys now. Yeah, are you? Uh, think back now as to where that kid is and what his family was like, and maybe that was also. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just assume that he's super successful. Now. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Um, uh, you, it's Russell Simmons, right? Yeah, it's Russell. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> but the basketball kid was very successful. Yeah. Um, 
No, I uh, it's it. I don't I don't know if that's the case. I, I, this is going to sound hippy dippy, but I don't know if that's the case anymore after parenting both um, in L.A. and New York and then also shooting over the last couple of years in a lot of different places and having to take my kids with me. The world is so small now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody yeah. does the same thing mm-hmm. that I don't know if New York City is that much more advanced than like Silver Lake or Los Feliz or you know what I mean like yeah. it, it kind of seems like the same shit so maybe they'll be more advanced because like every time we come out of the local Chinese restaurant there's a, a homeless guy with one foot and no toes but like <laughs> I think you kind of see that everywhere now so yeah. I don't know I don't I don't know about that yeah it's Gary yeah. Yeah, it's Gary. He's super nice. Yeah. <laughs> Great guy. Yeah. Uh, no, that makes sense, though. Like, with the, I guess the internet has yeah. made everyone it's the pretty same in a way. Yeah. Like, when, we, yeah. When, when you were going to basketball camp, there was no Instagram or Twitter or video games or Fortnite or, I mean, your yeah. son watches like videos on the internet, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, that, yeah. you didn't have that. You didn't know what no. anything was. So, when the kid from the city where the billboard was who saw it, you know, every day, brought it to you you're like whoa this is how i'm getting information but as a kid now like my, it's all the same it's all the same my son knows what's what movies are coming out before i do probably before most people that work in these studios do. so <laughs> mm-hmm. it's i don't know it just feels like maybe that'll happen he's just probably going to know the like public transportation system better yeah is there a lot of uh like playgrounds and parks and stuff do you do that much all uh, do it more than we do oh you're here. right by the high line yeah we go to the high line all the time um there's parks everywhere new york yeah. is great for kids and and i like not having to, to drive every, everywhere mm-hmm. it's sometimes harder but it's nice to not like you're rolling find... five deep on a sidewalk, though. Yeah. Oh, I I own the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, other New Yorkers hate me. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't care. You're you're, you're the only one that's like it's awesome. <laughs> and the rest of New York is like this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That's no, come that's... on. That the, New York sucks all the time. Like it's yeah. so rainy and and windy and yeah. Know. The winter's got to be rough. Winter's with hard. three kids mm-hmm. and like get, yeah. The thing that we noticed when we moved to New York from L.A. was that. Like, there's certain arguments you don't have with your kids in New York. Like, getting your kid to put on a jacket was a new, a totally new thing for us. Like, mm-hmm. in L.A., if it's, like, 60 degrees, you know, you're like, put on a jacket. I don't want you to get cold. Mm-hmm. They don't. You're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, I guess you're not, I guess you're warm-blooded. Like, like, something I, I should say, yeah, but I don't really like, care. Well, yeah, because I, I, it's up to you, man. I don't care. <laughs> And, and you're then th- you're three. Whatever. Yeah, it's like I, I know you're not gonna like get sick, but like when, but then in New York, it's totally different. For you learn it like the first week, it's cold out, and you're like, put on a jacket, and the kid's like, no, I'm not putting on a jacket. You're like, all right, and go you're ahead. Like, fine, all right. Well, fine, <laughs> let's, let's just go outside. And you go outside, and it's like, <gasps> gust of wind, and the kid is instantly crying. Yeah, and you're like, I told you where fucking jacket and they don't remember that right because they're like three so then you go back up and you're like here's a jacket and they go i'm not wearing a jacket (laughs) so you're like it's maddening you know because you're still dealing with a child but like uh that is a whole new set of set of arguments where you're their well-being it's like another thing that you don't have to worry about here yeah Yeah. like you never really have to brave your kids for the conditions like yeah 
They're no matter not, what. Yeah, exactly. Your like, car could bust open <laughs> on the floor. Like, it just died. The car would just be like, it would stop. And you could just live there. And you could be like, all right, I guess, yeah, we're residents yeah. of Pomona. <laughs> you know, like, it, it seems the same as Glendale. Yeah. Is it Glendale? Probably. <laughs> uh, Glendale is so big, it's, it's like, huge. we don't need to, I mean, there's, I think we have listeners in the middle of the country that are like, what, who cares? Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, I cares. <laughs> I cares a lot. I love Glendale. Uh, I like Glendale too, but it, it, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The differences are minimal emotionally. I think. Mm-hmm. Are they in? Uh, what kind of schools are they going to? They're in three different schools. Oh my god! Which is <laughs> yes. Which is uh, <laughs> a tough. Mornings are hard. Yeah, but in some ways easier. Like uh, my daughter, who's six, gets. There's no school buses in New York. Yeah, is there? There? oh, there are. There are. Okay. Yeah, my I don't da- remember seeing it. Oh, you don't just put them in like a cab and go. <laughs> Like you, <laughs> you, slap, you slap the butt of the cab. Like, like I work at the hotel in Home Alone too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, um, there's a school bus that comes and picks up my daughter, and then we get in, we have a car and we get in the car and we do to we drop my son on the Upper West Side near where that bus is taking my daughter, mm-hmm. and then my the baby's like how many like three days a week I think, and it's kind of mm-hmm. minimal. Yeah, and we are nannied up like we have. Yeah. We're nannied, so um, it's doable, but mm-hmm. it's it's hard. Yeah, but it would be the same here. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean, yeah, my son's in like preschool mm-hmm. two days a week, and it's just like I have to go the exact opposite way. I go to work, like yep. to drop him off. It's kind of annoying, yeah. but I do it because. Did yeah. you did you ask production if you could move it to? Closer to his school. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I was like, I, there's like two studios in Glendale. Like, <laughs> film there. Yeah. <laughs> I think they shoot QVC stuff there. Yeah. Gordon, I'm sure we psyched to shoot in Glendale. Yeah, um, uh, yeah no, I, uh, I, the, the, the getting the kids around in New York can be a little easier. Mm-hmm. Also, Uber is kind of great. It, you know, and there's like three different kinds of them in New York. Yeah. So there is competing prices. What's the third one? Juno. Oh, I don't know Juno. Juno's great. It's local New York, like, and the the. Cab- oh, you don't know about Juno? <laughs> Juno, uh, and the cabs have started their own app thing, which is kind of great too, because the cabs have like had to rival their prices. So, like, it's kind of easy to get around mm-hmm. um, in New York, and yeah. you're not going anywhere. <laughs> There's you're, <laughs> like, you're going ten blocks, mm-hmm. so everything is really quick, and you can you can do a lot more during the day. Yeah, you know, even though I have like a trunk here. If I have two errands to run, one of them is not getting done. Mm-hmm. Like on my way here, I was sacrificing things I have to do already. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, this was almost one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with more Your Two Dads. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about Talkspace. Uh, Heading back to school comes with a lot of tough emotions. There's new people, new responsibilities, even new places. And as a parent, watching your kids deal with anxiety can be hard to watch. It's even harder than having your own anxiety. That's why I want to talk to you about Talkspace. Uh, Talkspace believes no student should have to wait to get support they might need. With the Talkspace student plan, students can connect with their therapist in less than 24 hours. They'll choose from a selection of recommended therapists and get started right away, no more waiting. And if their first therapist isn't the right fit, they can always switch therapists at no extra cost. Look, obviously, I'm a parent. That's what this show is about. And if I thought for any reason that I couldn't talk to my kid about what they might be going through, I would feel so much better if I knew they were talking 
talking to somebody, and especially somebody uh, with the rec- with the uh, credentials and the professionalism to really help them. Talkspace is awesome, and I and I'm definitely going to use it as my kid gets older. Uh, if you have older kids, this is a great time to get to join Talkspace. Uh, the Talkspace student plan pairs your student with a licensed therapist trained to address the challenges they face. To get started for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash student. That's Talkspace.com slash student. And make sure to use the code two dads that's the number two and dads to get your first week free and show your support for this show that's promo code two dads the number two and dads at talkspace.com slash student uh and we're back with your two dads we have adam pally hi adam hi thanks for staying through that long commercial break no it was nothing uh, it probably wasn't. <laughs> I mean, was, There's no way for us to know. I Blink of an eye. Probably for a ship station. Yeah. We record yeah, that. I have no idea. You using that we're... ship station, Adam? <laughs> Where does this play? If you had to guess what ship station is, what would you guess it is? Ship station? Mm-hmm. I would guess it's some sort of like deep, like an internet, like an iHeart thing you could click on in a car that is the sound of ships. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nailed it, bro. No, it helps you mail stuff. Oh. <laughs> but it is still a good name I guess, for a product. Yeah. So, so that idea is free. Yeah, yeah, that yeah is that's a free that's idea. Your but the name yeah. is trademarked. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you're on a new show. Uh, when does it's called Indebted? Indebted. Yes. Uh, NBC. NBC. When does uh, it air? Uh, winner with Will and Grace. I okay. don't know what their plan is yet mm-hmm. um but winner they, they told me to say winner with will and grace cool yeah and which, what's the premise of the show uh i play a dad of two uh married to abby elliott who's so awesome mm-hmm. and uh you know we we um have a seemingly nice life and then my parents go broke uh and move in with us and they're played by fran drescher and steven weber that's awesome. That's so great. funny. What, yeah. a great what a great cast. cast. Yeah. Great cast. Simple premise. Do you feel intimidated by the rest of the cast? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost 40. <laughs> so this is your first time ever playing a dad it's on my, TV. Yes. It's my first, I, I, I did it twice this year. Uh, once in a Netflix movie that'll be out this summer. Uh, and Plug that shit. Sure, yeah. Uh, it's called The Main Event. Um it feels a little early, but okay. look out for it. <laughs> you know, it'll be on your Netflix menu for like a day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, it's fun. Playing a dad is fun. It's, you know, I don't like kid actors, so that's a downer. Yeah. Because anytime you're with anybody else's kid, yeah, it sucks. It's like, weird. It's I could be with my sister's kid. I love him, like my own, but if she's around... I don't want anything to do with him. (laughs) It's her job. Right. If she were to be like, can you watch my son? I'd be like, of course, I love him. Yeah. And then the whole time I was around him, I would treat him like my own son. Right. And as soon as she walked back, they would be like, your kid is biting something. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's uh, completely true. Do you what? So do you have to hang out with like your TV kids? We do. Are they like at all? They're fine. Yeah. Uh, um, How old are they? 
I don't know. I haven't invested really. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, how are they supposed to be? Like what? Uh, I think ballpark. they're supposed to be like around um, the creator Dan Levy. I yeah. think it's supposed to mimic his his oh, okay. children. So we, he was a guest, so yeah, it so was. Uh, I guess six like and four? six and yeah, six and four. Six and four. Like Dan Levy's son is best friends with my daughter. Okay, that's so how <laughs> Dan and I met, uh, and um, so it's supposed. To, it's like that house a little bit. Is okay. like the, the vibe of the show. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, are the ki- do the kids have large roles in the show? Sometimes it ebbs and flows. You know, mm-hmm. um, those weeks when they do, it's uh, you know, you have like weird hours, right? Yeah, you, know, you gotta adjust, which is you know, like at this point in my life, not something I love doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, but yeah, six and f- six and four is like kind of young too for actors. So like, yeah. it's incredibly young. Like you know, um, not to no Does spoilers your heart- okay. or anything, but like we did an episode about the Tooth Fairy. And, you know, you're reading this dialogue about whether the tooth fairy exists or not in front of a four-year-old. And, you know, Abby and I kind of came to the realization at the same time, like, she's, it's happening in front of her now. Like, mm-hmm. we're saying, like, the the nice scene at the end where we're, like, where, where we joke that, like, the tooth fairy's not real. She, that's how she is finding yeah, out. Is finding that the, out. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, I didn't want to do that to her <laughs> like, yeah you're ruining the ruined magic it. of life I ruined well it. her parents ruined it by putting her in this position yes. but still you know she's not her fault she's four you know right and then so like the rest of the week we were like trying to compensate and you know and she's just steadfastly being like the tooth fairy is real you know no matter what no matter what and then the other kids started to be like no he's not and it was just like you're watching just you know it's like something you never really wanted to be involved in so i feel it's better to treat them like garbage (laughs) (laughs) and not like like you know i'm very respectful of my garbage i put it in its place and i leave it alone right i don't rummage through it (laughs) i don't want to find out what it was made of (laughs) 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 so to me those kids are put in the garbage can Uh and i'm like i don't want to wait for the garbage people which are your parents to come deal with you i don't want anything to do with that <laughs> I don't want to teach you anything. I don't want you to learn this anything is, from me. This is the most I've ever heard about uh, an actor's process, uh, and oh. it's fascinating. <laughs> I mean, my process has changed only to making sure there's distance between me and those kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm fine about it. I'm good. I'm, like I'm good with them, but I just I find that as an actor. Because you are, even though it's a family show, and you're still an actor, and you're like, yeah. there's so much going on. You're like, I need to be funny. Like the jokes yeah. may be like, you know, 8 p.m. on NBC, but you're like, it, there's an adult process yeah. going on. You know, you're yeah. like, and when you also at the same time have then to be like a fu- like I can never imagine having those kids be my actual kids. Yeah, I would lose my mind. I agree. I don't know I, if they were. You mean if they were in show business? Yeah, yeah, I would never. I don't know how anybody does that. It seems so hard. Like uh, I, where I work, there's like this like casting place like right around the corner, and you'll see like these moms, and they all look the same with their kids that all look the same, and it's, they're just sitting there. And it just seems like the worst experience. Yeah. And I remember being a little kid and like begging my mom to me audition too. for stuff, and like she took me to like some talent agent in Belmar who definitely if I googled him now it turned Molesting. out to be a pedophile yeah, sure. <laughs> but, like, but like that's all I wanted and seeing it now as an adult I'm like wow my mom like saved my life oh yeah me too yeah. I was desperate to yeah. like do this shit you yeah know? it's all yeah, it's all I wanted to do I yeah. was like you know 
Because I feel like a lot of us, especially because I talk to from our area, like you're so far away from this. Yeah. You're in New Jersey, which is like, you're outside the city. The city's not even it. It's about Hollywood and the movies. Like, this is where Three Amigos was made. <laughs> <laughs> you're so far away. Yeah. That you'll do anything. And then my mom and dad were like, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. You're not going anywhere near that shit. And it saved my life. It did, because now you get to do it as an adult and, like, you understand... How horrible it is. Yeah. And what I've done to myself. (laughs) The endless pit of love and need that I will never be filled up. (laughs) That has led me to a hundred different bad decisions. (laughs) But, yeah, I always... uh, I, I I bet if you took a kid that wanted to do it to a set and showed them what it was like for the other kid that's actually doing it, they'd be like, maybe not. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. Like, because we, we the days are so long. Yeah, I wonder. The kids still seem psyched. Like, they're not in school, right? You yeah. know, they're not. In Isn't school. that funny? You only have to go to school for like a week to be like, "This sucks," and do I'll do anything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my first, like, my, my my oldest. He went to a school out here, and like, it was such a hip, fun hippy dippy school. And I remember the first day, like, taking him, and and so excited. And he was, we picked him up. He's like, "That was awesome." And the next day, he's like, "I don't want to go to school." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "What? It's so fun!" And he's like, "I want to stay here." And you're like, "Right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is pretty cool here. It's like a nice house. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough to argue with. Xbox, air conditioning. I'm not just going a couch. Anywhere, right? Just a fucking couch. A couch is there's no couches in school. No, I mean it's there's like nothing like comfortable. Like all that. you need is a couch to be better than school. Yeah, and 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 also you. Yeah, you're hanging out. Right. Like he, he, explaining him that like I'm not going to work right now. I'll, <laughs> I'll go to work when I when I have to when you're I want right. to. And it's like, well, he's like, well, I want to stay there with you. Right. It's so. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, your kids aren't old enough to call you yet. Do your kids call you? Uh, they can ask to call. Yeah. But they can't grab a phone and call. No, they can't grab a phone and call. Yeah, no, that's no. a fun. T- is that? Oh, that is the worst. They can just call. grab a phone and call you? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They know numbers. They know how iPhones work. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, Goldie definitely knows how, but we're not doing that. I mean, we worked on it. We were like, it's important for them to know our phone numbers. So we like, Oh, she knows phone numbers. So we told them our yeah. phone number within the hour. They were on their grandparents' phone calling, and then we were like, oh, it's your mom hung up four more times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's something important, and then you pick up, and it's like, Dad? And you're yeah. like, yeah. And he's like, what's the schedule for tomorrow for us? <laughs> what? what? You're like, if I knew that now, I'd have called you to tell you. What the you. fuck are you talking about? No. And then like, you, they'll be, you'll be millions of miles away doing something, and they'll call you just to say hey, and mm-hmm. it's like so sweet, but then you're also like, ah, oh, it's like... Oh my God! How does it? Ha- You're a person who who like now needs more of me. Yeah, you know, it's like it's a lot. I mean, I never got to call anyone when I was a kid. No, there's but, no way. I got no, to use I mean, the phone. I rem- I do remember calling like my mom at work. Mm-hmm. Like I would just call her up and just like ask her like dumbass questions. It didn't occur to me till right now that one day my son will call me and then be like, "Hey, where's the remote?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that so much, or I'll get like um. Yeah. This is the thing I get the most now because my, Cole, uh, my son, is playing Xbox now, and he's gone past like the Lego games, and now he's playing like Dead Red Dead Redemption. So this is the, <laughs> this is the call I get. Like uh, he's I'll like, get, "What's a clitoris?" <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. Or I'll be like, I'll be on on set, and I'll see the phone line like twice. So I'll be like, oh, "Shit, hold on, I'll pick up," and I'll be like, "Dad," I'll be like, "Yeah," and he'll be like, "Something's wrong with the Xbox." I'm like, "What's wrong?" He'll be like, "It's um." 
Never mind, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Click. There's, a, there's <laughs> a whole set. And then they're like, okay, and action. <laughs> <laughs> The whole crowd's it's waiting. Literally, he turned it on. He was like, oh, I don't know. It's not it's taking a while to load. Like, he couldn't, you know. He was waiting. He was talking to me through, like, great. the process of the thing. And and it, that also taxes you because you're like, you know, if I was there, he'd know. <laughs> <laughs> he know it was just loading. <laughs> Are you worried about video games and stuff like that no. and content? You're just like, whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Video games haven't come up that much. Okay. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, like, I was, I, I haven't seen a game yet, like, even Red Dead, where you're, like, skinning animals and uh-huh. stuff. There's not that much sex in it. Right. And we're pretty open. Like we We've been to... shooting stuff for years. Yeah. So I mean, like, like... I, I remember, like, blowing people's heads off. Yeah. You know, and, like, in Mortal Kombat, like, <laughs> sucking people's spines It was li- yeah. literally the most exciting thing was Mortal Kombat and it was, could, the fatalities. It was great. It was I was, like, awesome. eight years old when that came out and yeah, it we fucking all... ruled. Yeah, yeah. ruled. Like, it, yeah. So that, I don't, nothing has changed. I mean... It's all the same. Yeah. I've ten- never seen someone rip someone's spine out of their body. Ever. So, like, Nor have you ever I felt like, like doing it? I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I felt like doing it, but never was I like, how would that happen? Like, yeah. like, I don't think it does. I don't think you can grab someone by the neck and rip their spine out of their body. <laughs> Maybe you can. I bet. Hey, if, you need you need help. Yeah, if, yeah. If you're listening, try it and tell us how it works. Maybe The Rock can do it. I don't think that video games are that much worse. I think like, they're an industry, oddly. I'm sure there's like X-rated video games that we that I'm not aware oh, of. Oh yeah, but like, that's not. That's not even like they're not gonna find those. No, not yet. Dad, like, the dark web's down. Yeah, <laughs> but like, have you guys played the, like Hello Neighbor? Have you played that game? No. Uh, what when, is when that? When your kids start playing video games, a whole other fun thing. Hello Neighbor is the most fun game ever, and the premise of it, it's like you are. It's first person, so you're seeing like I don't know how to describe it. I'm not really a video games person, but you're like. You see your hands and your thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but um, POV. I think they call basically it. Basically, you notice that something strange is going on at your neighbor's house across mm-hmm. the way, and you have to like sneak in to find out what it is. And it's so <laughs> innocent, like you know what I mean, and yeah. <laughs> so funny and scary, like that. My kid's favorite thing, and and so like you're playing it, and you can't tell where the neighbor is. You don't see him, but then if he gets close, like the the music will play a little louder and it'll be like da da and and my kids just love like looking for him and waiting and then when you turn around you see this like Danny DeVito looking neighbor who's uh-huh. like reaching for you my kids like scream from the top of their lungs <laughs> and it's the most fulfilling like experience and it's super innocent like there's yeah. no so i think like video games in some ways have gotten more be- better at that yeah, you know, I think well, there's probably great options out there. Yeah, you know that are. Like, they're not. I mean, I'm sure there are, there are other video games where you can like you know kill a, a hooker. <laughs> yeah. Right. I yeah. I've only depending I only, on your neighbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like sport games, and then I my wife and I got a Nintendo Switch, and mm-hmm. we almost got a divorce because of this game called like Overcooked Two, uh-huh. where you run a restaurant Love together. It's I, so fucking play. awesome. It's the best game. But we were fighting so much. I love, I feel like the new wave of video games might be like hyper boring realism. I know. <laughs> like you're truly you're it's like law school fish yeah. rolling it into a suit. Like yeah. it's, you're it's, an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with your two dads. 
Sean, let me ask you something. Yeah. How much time do you spend in front of your digital screen? Oh, my God. Let me think. Well, for me, I know I spend hours at a time. Hold on. I'm phone. calculating. Oh, are you calculating? Seven hours Whoa, a day. That's so much. <laughs> uh, that's between vaping? Yeah. <laughs> I vape for 13 hours and I stare at a screen for seven and then I sleep for four. Well, that's why I started wearing Movement's Everscroll Blue Light Filtering Glasses. They're built to protect your eyes from blue light that's known to cause eye strain, discomfort, and poor sleeping patterns. I have noticed my eyes are straining from yeah. all the screen time that I have. Everyone is always going, hey, why are you squinting? And I'm like, oh, because I don't wear glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Everscroll blue light filtering glasses start at just $65. Whether you're at the office scrolling through your phone or unwinding from a long day, Everscroll glasses have you covered. They don't look like other computer glasses you see out there. They take Movement's best-selling glasses frames and add blue light filtering lenses to them so you don't have to sacrifice style for functionality. Now when you're looking at your phone all day, people are like, who's that sexy dad looking at his phone all day? Yeah, and what's really cool is when you're looking at your phone, you could shade tip. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, he's definitely looking at something tight. Uh-huh. It's Phoebe Cates. Okay. <laughs> they just look like regular glasses. There's no yellow tint lenses like you find on other blue light blockers that just scream creep. Yeah. They don't do that. These the, are regular lenses. You can pick from round frames, clear frames, colored frames, etc. Movement selection is always expanding with new traditional and fashion forward styles to choose from. Uh, I'm so fashion forward. You are fashion forward. I've always said that. Yeah. Every magic, every um, 90s basketball t-shirt you wear is very of the moment. So if you want better focus, better sleep, and better style, use Movement's Everscroll glasses. And you can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash two dads. That's the number two and dads. That's 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash two dads. Dads. That's the number two and dads. Do you guys feel like playing a game? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's play a game today. I want to play uh, Out of Touch. You ready for the song? Yeah, sing it. All right, ready? We're out of touch because we're two dads. I don't remember my part. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was you it. always say you don't remember your part. <laughs> you claim to not yeah, know yeah. this original song yeah, by Hall & Oates, which I is so crazy I do not know me. it. So crazy to me. Okay. Um, today we're playing Out of Touch. Uh, we The original idea is we uh, s- mention something to you that only kids should know about. You okay. know, like it's like a, a youth-based phenomenon. It could be a band. It could be How did you guys come to find out about we them? We research. Or we asked our children. Oh, okay. All right. Or friends' children. Okay. Wait, is that what this game is? I've just been taking things that I saw on the internet and saying, "Oh, I didn't understand that." No, that's oh. that's also. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that's right. different though because if if it's coming across your feed at all, it's you're not really like. No, you have to go look there. for it. I'm yeah. assuming, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like it was just someone said it, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know what that means," and I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Most of. Yeah, you can say anything though now. I feel like and like it's uh, it's all inflection based. Like, it, that's the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. It's the woods. People are like, how do you feel about the woods? <laughs> well, to me, I have fond memories of the woods. <laughs> so it's a positive. Oh, really? Because I I've seen that show and it's the woods. How do you feel about the woods? I had a very negative experience as a child in the woods. But I don't like that show. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but it, so Sean said he had one. 
<laughs> what's your what's your word for out of touch? No cap. No cap. Oh, what do you think no cap good. means? You know, um, I don't know what it is. I think no cap means similar to like um, can't you won't and you don't stop. Mm-hmm. Like no cap means like you'll never put a cap on on this. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. So you could be like, you know, I have I have uh, you you know, even in a good way. I'm very carbon footprint conscious. No mm-hmm. cap. Got it. Yeah. You know, no I cap like that. on that. Oh, I think I think Adam's definitely right about what no cap means. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it's. Uh, <laughs> I think he got it. I it's, think I do. I get yeah. it. I think it's, it's that hard. I mean, there's no cap on that, right? Like, I think it's the uh, NFL's policy. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> That's very good. That's literal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that is very good, Dan. Uh, <laughs> so what is it? Oh, you didn't look it up? No, Adam's right. I think I got it. <laughs> oh, 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 you, you yeah, did that's right. Yeah, oh, okay, that, that's good. I like yeah. that. That's that's uh, I like that lingo. That's yeah, nice. no cap. So, it, no cap. It, it doesn't sound bad. Okay, I'm gonna make out of touch a big, kind of a bigger game today. Okay, this good. Week. Um, so curveball because you are uh, 33, four, 34. Uh, are you allowed to talk about your age? Yeah, you're a starlet. <laughs> yeah, I'm 29. You're 29. Uh, okay. No, 37. 37, and I'm 40. So we're like a good range of 30s uh, of, of All just white male age. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not white. <laughs> I am a Jew. I am a Jew. I am a Jew. If the shit hits the fan, everyone's you're coming like for the me. Jew of white. I'm the Jew of white. Yeah. Well, it's a different kind of white. Okay, so what <laughs> a different shade of white is Jew. We're gonna compare. How, <laughs> we're gonna compare how in touch you are with music these days versus how in touch with music you were in 1998. Oh God, the I best was... year of music. Ever. <laughs> so how old were you in 1998, Sean? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. You were sixteen, correct? I don't know. Okay. Uh, no, uh, I graduated high school in 1999. Yes, you were like seventeen. Seventeen. Six, yeah. Six, okay. Uh, all right. So, and you were. I was like 32. Yes. Okay. So let's start with. Uh, <laughs> he was yelling at you about not knowing a Hall and Oates song. <laughs> Top ten songs. <laughs> I know. It's like I shouldn't know it either. No, I don't know why. No. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to name a track. These are the top ten tracks of 1998, and we'll see how many you can name. How many guys? How many bands that you can name? That I feel like I'm going to be decent at this. All right. Okay. Um, so. Uh, Wait, oh no, so, yeah. So, okay. What are the rules of this game? Like, we're just going to be listening. We're going to take turns. I'm going to, so okay. you're each going to go, and then okay. it's going to be a score-based thing. So, okay. the uh, number one, Sean, you're going to go first. For 1998? For 1998. Number one is the song, Too Close. Do you remember that song? Yeah, it's about a boner. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember who sang it? No. I do. Who is it? Usher. Close, but no. Oh. Next. Oh. It was like nice. a one-hit wonder thing. It was okay. a one-hit wonder, but man, that song is great. It was You're everywhere. Making, yeah. Yeah. You're making yeah. it hard for me. For me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no metaphors, no cap. Yeah. <laughs> but you both did know the song, so that's yeah. okay. Uh, number two, uh, The Boy Is Mine. Oh, Brandy and Monica. Whoa, Sean. Yeah. Good, Sean yeah. with one point. Uh, number three, You're Still the One. Shania Twain. Oh, it's tied up. One to one. Oh, so we could just say. You just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The rules have changed. <laughs> yeah, that, isn't that what, ah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, number four, Truly Madly Deeply. Fuck. 
I'll be your wish, I'll be your wish. Is it Savage Garden? Yes, Oh, my Sean. God, wow. Is they had two hits, two right? Yeah. Savage Garden had two yeah, hits. Yeah, they also had the Chicky Cherry Cola yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Darren, whatever your name is, who follows me on Twitter from Savage Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Is he Savage or Garden? Oh, what an eclectic group of followers. Yeah, it's the best. I'm thinking uh, about that guy seeing Mets tweets. <laughs> he might care. Were they British? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, okay, number five. Uh, so it's two to one, Sean, correct? Sure. <laughs> I it is. How do, how do I live? How do I... Is that uh, Faith Evans? Close. Trish, Faith Hill? Trish, no. Shania Trisha Twain Yearwood? Again? No. What, what, Shania Twain again? No. Trisha Yearwood? No. Celine Dion? No. I'll give you... Do you guys want a hint? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be playing this game. <laughs> What's the hint? What's the hint? <laughs> Her first hit, she was like 13 or whatever. Leanne Rhymes? Yes. Uh-oh. Three to one. Hey, you know, I never really knew what song Leanne Rhymes sang. I just knew she was a, a person. Are you sure Leanne Rhymes sang that song? How do I live? Yeah. But oh, that was that might be that one the song where she did it and Trisha Yearwood. Trisha Yearwood did it, but Leanne's is the one that was in the top ten. Nah, all right. Uh, number six. How much I, research did you? I got to tell you the the last minute of what was going on. I cared nothing about. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like you're a sore loser. Is what yeah, it fucking sounds like. It could, but also I don't know what we're playing. I'm okay. so. <laughs> All right. So let's compare it. We'll let's skip. See, since yeah, Adam, what, no, no. I want to keep playing. No, keep playing yeah. the 1998 thing. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. Your games work best when we shit on that. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I get it. Adam's actually having the time of his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take your ball and go home. Come on. Let's finish this up. <laughs> Together again. See, as you go further out, it's yeah. gonna get more. Well, this I'll give you another hint. This is she. She's been a star for a, a singer for a long time. Together so, again. R and B. Together. I wouldn't know this either. I, if you I don't even song, know how it goes. Know it. Yeah. Mary J. Blige. Good guess, Janet Jackson. But oh. it doesn't matter. I don't know that song. That was okay. In here the we top go. This one's, of the year. This mm. is gonna be a fast, yeah. uh, fast one. Ready? All my life. Pray for someone. I I, oh, that's all, Usher. All, the, right? no. <laughs> all for one? No. No, Casey and JoJo. Casey and Casey JoJo. And JoJo. Uh, Sean had all the boners at the dances. <laughs> yeah. For real. I was a little older at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, still mourning Kurt Cobain. <laughs> you were yeah, in the sound garden. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Candle in the Wind. Elton John. All right. Nice and slow. Adam. Nice You've already guessed it six times. <laughs> at the Usher song. <laughs> it is an Usher song. <laughs> You got it. Uh, and last one, number Free 10. Leash. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. Oh, what's uh, oh, her name? To be over. Oh, yeah, it was, it's a one hit, so yeah, it's, it's tough a one. one. Was it Sean Colvin? Good guess, but no, that was... Uh, she was Sunny Come Home. Yeah, Sunny Come Home. I don't want to wait. Also, not Meredith Brooks, who sang Bitch. Bitch. Also, not um, Sophie B. Hawkins, who sang I Wish I Was Your Lover. And Do you remember the... The one hit wonder. This is played. the Dawson's Creek song, right? I don't yeah. Yeah. Wait. yeah. Oh, Paul Cole. Paul Cole. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> All right. So six to three as far. I, wow. This this game actually has turned into my favorite game. I know. I like it. Okay. Just, now get ready to simple. feel. Uh, I'll be surprised. This is the top ten right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see if you can get any of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one. Oh, I did the. 
you know what? This is going to be too hard. So why don't we just do just name Billy Eilish? Current Eilish, yes. Uh, Lil Nas X. He's going to yep. know more. You, wor- you work <laughs> yeah, in the field. He's not you in see it anymore. new guests every. Yeah. You see musical well, acts. Old Town Road's gone. Old Town Road is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but Billy Eilish. Fuck. Billy Eilish twice. Billy no, no, Eilish, Eilish and once. Justin Bieber. Just, just names. Oh yeah. Well, Justin Bieber, he got one. Um, Ed 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 Sheeran. Yes, he's killing you, Taylor Sean. Swift. Yes, two to two. <laughs> Lil Swaggy. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's not on here. <laughs> Lil Yachty. <laughs> no. Chance. No. 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 That Chance album. The second Chance album was like. <laughs> it's like a soundtrack to an animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this the ten, ten albums? Ten albums. These are top right ten singles now. right now. Right now. So just name artists and see if you can get any. Travis Scott. Good guess. No. Uh, right You're not going to believe this, but the band we just saw at your that taped at. Uh, are you allowed to talk about your show? Yeah, five seconds of summer. Five seconds of summer is on there with that song. What no, song is it's called that? Easy. I don't know any. Oh yeah, I'm allowed know. to talk about it. it premieres today. I, oh I really? This is released tomorrow. Oh, that's it great. A little tomorrow. late with uh, with, with Lily, Lily Singh. Singh yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Sean is the head writer. It's a very funny show. I've been watching the tapings. It's great. It's great. She's great. Uh, I, come on, you got to know some more current artists. It's two to two. It's two, to two. I, Whoever gets to five. I thought it was great that I got Billie Eilish. It, well, that's an obvious one. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they remixed his monologue, <laughs> like Shane the Boz, Gillis? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like the Boz Lerman uh, yearbook thing. The <laughs> Shane Gillis Vulture <laughs> tweet <laughs> is that also a remixed. <laughs> uh, Relax, Shane. It's Chinatown. <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, how about? Uh, she had an inflatable butt on stage recently at the VMAs. Oh, Lizzo. Lizzo, good. Two, three to two. I like the um, um, number one is a name that I hear all the time, and I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but I hear it all the time. Camila no. Cabello, Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, Sean Mendes. Three to three. First person to get four wins. <laughs> you said five earlier. That's I, that was when I thought you could yeah. get it. <laughs> um, El, I'm gonna guess Elton John again. No. <laughs> no. Wait, he did do a there's candle a, there's in the an wind emo for Rip band. Torn. There's an emo band uh, that's back. An emo band that's back. Yeah. Jimmy World. No. Uh. uh um, I think they're emo. Maybe they're not emo. I, I, emo. I think you don't know what emo is. I probably don't. Cutie? Oh, then it's not emo. <laughs> <laughs> Panic at the Disco. Oh yeah, they emo? emo. No, they were they? like pop. They're like they're, pop. Yeah, I think oh. they're. I think they wanted to be called Baroque Pop. That's oh. too much. Yeah, it is. But I do like them. <laughs> they are. They're fun. I really like that song. They're of that like Fallout Boy. They're. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm a. I I missed liking that kind of music by like six years. You yeah. truly like that was like I miss Fallout Boy because I was a little too old. But all the bands that inspired Fallout Boy, that was my shit. Yes, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I liked all those bands. Like I could tell now. Like when when you hear Post Malone reference, ding ding ding, he wins. <laughs> yeah, Adam Pally won the game. Congratulations! <laughs> sure I that you earlier. are in touch, Adam Pally. Sean, I like Post you are Malone. out of touch. Oh, I do like Post Malone. <laughs> I do. I hate that face, but I like Post Malone. Those I, once tattoos. I saw that, those tattoos. It's just. 
Come he's on. handsome. When I he's saw, a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy. His hair is shitty, and the face tattoos are shitty. When yeah. I saw the Instagram clip of him singing his heart out to Fleet Foxes in his kitchen, I was like, maybe this guy's all right. He's cool. Yeah. I like everything about him except his face tattoos. Right. Yeah, he does a great cover of Return of the Mac, which is like does one he? of the best. Does he? Songs. Yeah, oh, I haven't heard that. so I good. Hear that. Okay, he's good. We gotta, he's good. My, my, my kids love Post Malone. Adam, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having me. Indebted NBC in the winter with Will and Grace. Yep. Um, um, also, main event in the summer on Netflix. Go watch Happy Endings on YouTube. Oh, Why not? Why not? It's on, Why it's not? on Hulu. On Hulu, yeah, even. somewhere. On Hulu, the, even. One of those streamers has yeah, it. Yeah, listen. Let get. Is some this resids. your first multicam? It is. I never even guessed it on a multicam. Wow. I, I literally don't know what I'm doing. They move me around. Do they like, seem mad at you? <laughs> quite frequently. Top to bottom, everybody, too. Not just like one to one. <laughs> Camera, sound, the other actors, wardrobe. I spilled like chicken salad on my wardrobe the other day. People were like, why were you wearing it during lunch? I was like, I don't know. I like, I'm awful. I'm a nightmare. <laughs> just act like they're the they're dumb. Be like, I don't know. In single can, we always wore a wardrobe I lunch. wish. I have such a need for everyone to like me. I've, all I do is walk around and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're also mad at you for doing the jerk off motion in front of the child actors too much. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, to, to my credit, I wasn't doing that. Much. I was trying to hit him. <laughs> He's so short. <laughs> All right. Indebted. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank you for having me. All right. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 